In John chapter 7, verses 28 and 29, we read, Christ say, I am not come of myself, but he that sent me is true, whom you know not. But I know him, for I am from him, and he hath sent me. I have entitled this message, The Claims of Christ. He said with regard to God, I know him, I am from him, and he sent me. Now, if tomorrow you go to work and somebody comes up to you and says, I know God, I'm from him, he sent me, would you believe him? I wouldn't. You'd have to be awful gullible to believe someone with that claim. I know God. I'm from Him. He sent me. I would not believe someone who made that claim. But these are the claims that Christ made of Himself. I know God. And he said to these same people, you do not know him, but I know him. And then he says, I'm from him. That's my origin. And then he says, he sent me. Jesus Christ is either who he said he is, or he's deluded, deceitful, an imposter, a fraud. He is either who he said he is or he is a deceiver of men. Now let's look at what led him to make this statement. He said in verse 19 of this same chapter to the Pharisees, did not Moses give you the law? And yet none of you keep the law. Why go ye about to kill me? Now in John chapter 5, he had healed a man on the Sabbath day, a man that had been paralyzed for 38 years. And the Pharisees were upset because this man took up his bed and walked on the Sabbath day. And they accused Christ of committing a sin and working on the Sabbath day. Well, here's what how the people respond to him saying, why do you go about to kill me? The people answered and said, thou hast a devil. Who goeth about to kill thee? You're, you're demon possessed. You have some kind of conspiracy problem. Who goes about to kill you? Jesus answered and said unto them, I've done one work and you all marvel. He's talking about that uh, healing of that man on the Sabbath day. He says, Moses therefore gave unto you circumcision, not because it's of Moses, but of the fathers, and you on the Sabbath day circumcise a man. Now, after you were born, if you're male, eight days later you were to be circumcised. That day happened to fall on the Sabbath for some people. 
Now, they weren't circumcised the seventh and the ninth day then. They were circumcised on that eighth day, and that eighth day might be the Sabbath. And he says, when that takes place, the Sabbath is not broken. And are you going to accuse me and become angry of me and say I've broken the law because I've made a man every whit whole on the Sabbath day? Judge not according to appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Then said some of them of Jerusalem, the people who lived in Jerusalem, is not this he whom they seek to kill? They understood that the Jews and the Pharisees wanted to kill him. But lo, he speaketh boldly, and they say nothing to him. Do the rulers know indeed that this is the very Christ? Do they believe he's the Christ now? Howbeit we know this man whence he is, speaking of the Lord. We know where he's from. But when Christ cometh, no man knows whence he is. Now, they really did not know where he was from. They thought he was from somewhere in Galilee. They didn't know he was from Bethlehem. But they say, we know where he's from. uh, But when Christ cometh, he's obviously not Christ because uh, he's from Galilee. We know where he's from. But when Christ comes, no man knows where he is. Then Christ Then cried Jesus in the temple as he taught, You both know me, and you know whence I am. Now he is not saying you know me and you know where I'm from, because they didn't. He was from Bethlehem, not Galilee. And he said, Do you know me? Do you know where I'm from? That's what he's saying. Like he said, Do you now believe? Do you you really know me? Do you really know where I'm from? I'm not come of myself. But he that sent me is true, whom you know not, but I know him. I am from him, and he hath sent me. Now, I repeat, the Lord Jesus Christ is either some self-delusional person who has illusions of grandeur, Or he is who he says he is. He says, I know him. You don't know him. But I know him. I'm from him. And he sent me. I know him. I know him. I know him altogether. No man has seen God at any time. The only begotten son. The sole representative of the being and the character of the one who sent him, the only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him. I know him. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God as a distinct person. And the Word was God. Only God knows God altogether. You and I can't know him. Christ knows him as God knows himself because he is God. He said, as the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father. In Matthew chapter 11, verse 27, he said, All things are delivered unto me of my Father. That means everything's in his hand. That's including me and you. That's including everybody else. All events, all things are delivered unto me of my Father. And no man knows the Son, 
but the Father. Jesus Christ is so infinitely great that the only one who can really know him is the Father. Neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son. He who is equal with God because he is God, the Son of God, the second person of the Trinity. No man knows the Father save the Son and he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. Now, Christ says concerning his Father, I know him. I love the passage in John chapter 17, beginning in verse 2. Thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Now there's no knowing God apart from him who knows him and is pleased to reveal him. He said in John 8, 54 and 55, if I said I don't know him, I'd be a liar like you are. But I know him and keep his sayings. Oh, his knowledge of the Father. Now, you may know me, but you don't know all about me. There's much about me that you'll never know. And I may know you. I may even know you on intimate terms. But there's much about you I'll never know. The Lord knows me altogether. And he knows his Father altogether. Because he is one with God. He said, I and my Father are one. Equal with God. He thought it not robbery to be equal with God. The only way you can be equal with God is to be God. He knows God. He understands God. He loves God. He is God. Jesus Christ, the Son of God. That's how he knows God. He knows him altogether. He knows his will. He knows his purpose. He knows his mind. There's nothing with regard to the infinite, incomprehensible God that he does not know. He said, I know him. No one knows God like the Lord Jesus Christ does. He knows him altogether for this one reason. He is God. I know him. And the next thing he says is, I am from him. He is my origin. I come from him. I, how many times in the Gospel of John did he say, I came down from heaven? That's where I'm from. I came down from heaven. Now, if I would say to you, I came down from heaven, you would say, you're crazy. And you would be uh, correct in saying that. But when Christ says, I came down from heaven, it's because he came from God. God was his origin. Now, I was born in Ashland, Kentucky in 1959 in the King's Daughters Hospital. I'm from Ashland, Kentucky. He's from God. That is his origin. He said in John chapter 8, 
Verse 42, If God were your father, you would love me, for I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Now, he was born in Bethlehem, and it was prophesied that he would be born in Bethlehem in Micah chapter 5, verse 2. But his origin is God himself. I proceeded forth from God. Now think of these claims. I know God. I came from him. He is my origin. And the third thing he says is he sent me. I know God. I come from Him. John 1 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, face to face with God, equal with God. And the Word was God. He knows God. He came from God. And God sent Him. These are His words. I know Him. I come from him, and he sent me. Now, he is called, in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1, the apostle of our profession. That means the sent one of our profession. God sent Jesus Christ into the world. John chapter 3, verse 17 says, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. That's why he came. We were already condemned. We were condemned in Adam. We were condemned when we were born into this world as sinners. God didn't send his son to condemn the world, but he sent his son into the world that the world through him might be saved. We read in Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, Thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. 1 Timothy 1.15 says this is a faithful saying. This is Paul speaking. He says this is a faithful saying. You can rely on this. And it's worthy of all acceptation. Everybody ought to receive this as the best news they've ever heard. That Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. It doesn't say he came to save believers. It doesn't say he came to save good people. It doesn't say he came to save the righteous. It says he came to save sinners. What's a sinner? He's the one who commits the sin. A sinner is somebody who all they do is sin. And it's sin because they do it. They cannot not sin. They cannot say, well, I'm not going to sin. Everything they do, when they breathe, it's sin because they're sinners. They can't look down their nose at anybody. They have no claims on God. 